live from the Fremont Theater in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. Jeg vil gerne fortælle en historie for jer alle sammen. I want to tell you a story, everybody. Uh, I grew up in Denmark uh, in a middle class family. I had a very comfortable life. Uh, my dad was a translator and I was pretty much on my own from age 12. Not a lot of curfews. Uh, I was pretty responsible for most things in my life. Um, I had a lot of freedom. I traveled when I was 14. I bicycled down to Germany from Denmark, like from here to San Francisco and back with a friend. And uh, well, I guess we went and saw the bars and the girls and all that, but it was pretty innocent. Uh, and uh, I hitchhiked around in England uh, when I was 16 on my own, picking up English, and I'm sure that has influenced my accent. Uh, but of course, uh, this free life, free spirited life, had took its toll on my schoolwork. I probably wasn't as good in school as I probably should have been. Um, and at a point in time when I was 16, my parents decided, well, maybe I should just get away from going to school and going out and get a trade and wanted me to be an electrician because I like tinkering with radios. Um, well, I, I ended up, I really wanted to go to school. So uh, going into high school, you had to show aptitude and I was definitely not a candidate for natural sciences. But, you know, potentially I could go into languages. It was questionable, but, you know, I'll give this guy a try. And uh, I got a chance and I, I went through high school and I barely graduated, sort of cliffhanger, C minus, not really useful for anything, but I did have a diploma, yes. Um, so I spent a year, three, uh, six, uh, three months in Canada hitchhiking around with a friend in a gap year, I think that's still popular among young people that, to take a year off to, to do other things. And, um, uh, when I came back, I worked a little bit, and then it was time to go on with school. I realized I had to do something like school, but I couldn't really figure out what it is I wanted to do. But my dad was a translator, and I had a certain aptitude for, for languages, I thought. So I picked a new language I wanted to learn, Spanish. So I started from scratch. I thought I could probably do a little bit better with a little more maturity. Um, and, uh, and, and I graduated, and it was all fine. And during that time, I was in, in this associates uh, program uh, with the University of Copenhagen. I met a lovely lady from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And uh, we hooked up, and somehow by magic, I don't know quite how it happened, she got pregnant. <laughs> Voila! <laughs> and so we decided, you know, it was a little difficult. I, me being Danish and her being American, how are we going to work this out? And we decided to, to move together. Uh, and the easiest way to do this was for me to come to the US. Uh, so I got a green card to, to live here, to be with my daughter and, um, and, my, um, and my wife. And, and uh, then suddenly reality hit. Wow, this was 1977, right? I had lived this. Uh, Cushy life, kind of easy going. Suddenly I find myself in Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin of all places, right? <laughs> it's, it's cold and a lot of deer and people with guns and all this stuff. <laughs> and I have a wife and I have a newborn and I don't have a job and I don't know what the hell to do, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh shit, this is not good. <laughs> 
So I decided, well, you know, you gotta have a job. So, so I went down and tried to be an auto parts salesman and uh, uh, they wouldn't take me. I probably didn't know enough about cars. And, and my, my, my degree was in translating uh, English, um, Danish English, Danish Spanish. And I figured that there's probably not a whole lot of use for Danish Spanish translation in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So that one didn't fly either. But, but I ended up getting a job in a nursing home. Uh, and I got that because I had worked as a custodian when I was in, in college in, in Denmark cleaning the floor. So I figured sort of by association I probably could be a nursing assistant. And uh, they gave me the job, you know. $2.90 an hour, which was the astronomical wage. And, and on top of that, they had this smart scheme that some of us would only work six hours so they could send us home early, could save them $2.90 times two per day, you know. But it really meant that there was not enough jobs, for, uh, money for, for us to live, even though gas was only 50, 52 cents and rent was 125 cents a month. It was not enough money for us to live in. And at that time, there was this TV program called Emergency, or Emergency One, I don't quite remember, about John and, and Roy, who were ambulance uh, guys, EMTs or paramedics in, in Los Angeles County. And of course they were heroes, right? They went out in the streets and picked up people that were dying and took them to Rampart Hospital and they all got, you know, saved and this was very heroic. And I thought, well, maybe I could do this. This is a little more exciting than feeding old people and cleaning old people. So, <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately the hospital was right across the street from the nursing home and I put in an open application and say well you know maybe you guys need a guy like me you know and, <laughs> and they they um they, you know it was open so I never expected to hear from them but uh, six weeks later um this lady calls me up and says hey you want to come for an interview for this job and for a nursing assistant in the ER well you know it's again by association maybe not an ambulance but at least something similar and, and I got the job, $3.10 an hour, and now full-time, right? It was perfect. And I started working, and it was all great. And, you know, as an orderly, I did pretty much, you know, cleaning up and moving carts around. But um, three weeks later, I was called into the office, and then the lady said to me, the head nurse, now, Philip, you're going to start your night job. Because I was hired into the night position, but I had no idea, you know, can you really work nights or weekends? <laughs> it was kind of like totally oblivious. But it turned out to be the greatest thing ever, right? Because suddenly we were not a whole bunch of nurses there and, and other pe people were just one nurse and two, two nursing assistants and the physician. So I got to practice or work outside the scope of my practice a lot. I mean, I did things that today people would have seizures if they saw that, you know. <laughs> But it all worked out fine. So um, uh, I worked there and um, it, it was all good. And I realized that maybe, maybe this is not the life that I should have. Uh, I had really screwed up uh, a lot in, in the beginning of my life with, with school and not being a very good student. And, and I thought, well, you know, I, I can't do this for the rest of my life. It's really not enough. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to wipe the slate clean. I'm going to start with Algebra 101, because I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field. It was really exciting, and we got to do a lot of fun stuff. It was a, I, I will start from the very bottom. I'll write the slate clean, forget about all the stuff that I hadn't done, uh, should have done. And, and then I started out Algebra 101, and I got an A. Yeah. And then it was Algebra 102, and I still got an A, right? And I thought, wow, I can't do this. And so I, and then I decided I want to go to medical school. And I knew it was 15 years out. 
but it was also easy in the sense that, okay, if you had that goal far out, you just plug away at it one semester at a time, and it'll, you'll get there. And then it made life really easy. It, I knew it was going to be hard, but it, was, it became easy that way. And I think what I learned from this was that, that even though you've made mistakes in the past, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to get a, a, a clean slate. And I, I think coming to America for me was that opportunity. If I had not come here, even though I came here for love, uh, the opportunity to, to wipe the slate clean and start from scratch appeared because I was so put in a corner with this wonderful little girl that had to be fed, right? What the hell am I gonna do? <laughs> so so uh, I, I, I'm very thankful for, for, for the chance to start afresh. And I'd like to, to end my story with a little poem in Danish. Snip, snap, snood, nu den historie ude. Tip, tap, tønde, i morgen kan ny begynde. Now this story has ended, tomorrow a new one can begin.